Hi, my name is Beth. Um, I'm going to give a brief synopsis of the preach I gave to um, or at renewal on the 8th of October. I titled it, titled it Ordinary Day, Extraordinary God. And um, the passage of scripture we're in is Luke 13, verse 18. Then Jesus asked, what is the kingdom of God like? What shall I compare it to? It is like a mustard seed which a man took and planted in his garden. It grew and became a tree and the birds perched in its branches. Again he asked, what shall I compare the kingdom of God to? It is like yeast that a woman took and mixed into 60 pounds of flour until it worked all the way through the dough. Now as we know, um, Jesus often told parables as a way of explaining something or answering a question. And if we look back in this, just before this part in Luke 13, we'll see that Jesus has been in the synagogue teaching. It's the Sabbath. And on the Sabbath, he has healed a woman who was in the synagogue. And she's immediately well, can stand straight and starts to glorify God. The chief rabbi at the time is indignant because Jesus has just healed a woman in his synagogue on the Sabbath. And he's outraged by it. So Jesus replies with these parables to try to explain what the rule of God is like. Jesus says that the kingdom of God is like a mustard seed. It's small, but it will grow. It's like yeast. It's hidden, but it influences everything around it. So it starts small and you just can't keep a lid on it. A mustard seed would have been the smallest seed known to Jesus' followers at that time. These seeds would grow into trees, 12 to 20 foot tall, some as high as a two-story house. There'd be a place for shelter, safety and provision for wildlife. So what starts small and seemingly insignificant becomes something of great value and need. So that one action in that one synagogue for that one woman is that small seed. It shows the rule of God, his kindness, his compassion, his healing and power in the normal everyday life. Similarly, yeast, it just looks so nothing like, but without it, the bread recipe just won't work. It permeates the dough and influences it fully. Or like glitter, if you've ever crafted with glitter, you'll know it gets absolutely everywhere. God's rule is the same. But at the time of telling this parable, Jesus' power was still hidden. He hadn't yet been to the cross. We know that at the cross, his kingdom was most gloriously revealed in a crucified and risen king. It affected everyone and everything. And we live in that hope and that truth because we are new creations because of his victory. We are adopted into his family. We are free from guilt. We have the Holy Spirit empowering us. We have his peace guiding us. We have his hope in a world that is desperate for hope. And we are invited to live in this truth every day. And when God transforms our lives, it will overflow to those around us. Just like yeast can bubble through the mixture and cause the mixture to overflow, so it's true of God's, God's glory and power and kingdom in our lives. However, it's easy to get busy or trapped in the mundane mindset. And so we don't see or anticipate how he's going to work or how he may work through us. Maybe it's the fact that we go to the same office, sit at the same desk with the same people every day. Maybe you're a mum at home with little ones doing the same routines and the same laundries and the same meals every day. Maybe you're a student studying the same subjects, living with the same people, going to the same lectures week by week. Or maybe it's just the mundane routine of life and all that that entails. There's a quote from a book called Ordinary Mum, Extraordinary Mission, which I believe is um, applicable for all of us, whether we're mothers or not. 
it says, wherever we go, whatever we do, whoever we are with, we are the sent ones of Jesus, ambassadors of his love, grace and transforming power in a messed up and broken world. The starting point has to be our minds. This is the place where so many battles are won and lost. There is so much in everyday life that can drag us down, from sickness and stress to toil and tiredness. It's easy to forget that we are equipped by the Holy Spirit and sent out as bearers of good news. Amen. Amen. So if we choose to live with an expectation that he's at work and believe that small beginnings are his way, we are going to encounter him in our ordinary day. We can be spirit-filled and we can ask him where he's at work and join him there. You see, our spiritual gifts aren't just for Sundays. They're to overflow, they're to bubble over into the everyday without being weird about it. Discernment, prophecy, healing, asking God, is there anything you want me to say to this person right now? It's bold, but it's beautiful. God will gift us with childlike curiosity and expectation if we ask him. Now, if you're struggling a bit or you like the sound of it, but not quite sure why, there are so many good books out there that can really give us a bit of a kickstart or launch pad for our faith. And um, several of these books were on the bookstall um, at Renewal, and I'd be happy to, to pass a list on if you'd like that. But let's position ourselves to be in a place where our faith can grow, where our boldness can grow. Let's spare each other on. And let's remember that the creator of the universe is at work in our every day. So we can't fail because he can't fail. I'll say that again. We can't fail because he can't fail. Our God loves the seemingly mundane and insignificant. He loves to work in the ordinary of the everyday. Think about Ruth in the Bible, a widow working on a farm. Her boldness opens the door and she becomes part of the lineage of Jesus. Or Esther, an orphan who becomes queen. Or Deborah, who God used power, powerfully through her job as a judge. Or Priscilla, who helped to establish the early church through her hospitality, honesty and boldness. All these women changed the course of history just by stepping out in the opportunity God gave them in the mundane of everyday life. And it's our God's desire to work through your mundane, ordinary, everyday with you as his hands and feet. And it's an exciting adventure that he invites you into. Bless you.